0: my friends. Andy and Heddy coming to you live from North America. <laughs> uh,
1: west, the west of
0: North America. Yes, west of the Mississippi. How are you? I'm
1: great, thank you. Good. You look fantastic. Why, thank
0: you. Yes, wonderful. What's wrong with my face? You were saying that my, there was something wrong with my face. No, nothing wrong with your face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go to californiaparentalliance.org and subscribe for the newsletter, and uh, you can keep up to date with what's happening here in California and our fight for our children's minds and bodies and souls.
1: Educational integrity and medical
0: freedom. Yes. Oh, I love that. You summed it up all in five words. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't count. Four. Yeah. Very good. That was awesome.
1: Almost again at the end.
0: Right. Hey, um, uh, tomorrow, just for those of you that are watching that are nearby here, Placentia Orlando School District area, uh, tomorrow is the school board meeting on the 8th, March 8th. Uh, make sure you get there early. Take five people with you. Um, five people that, you know, that we support, not five people <laughs> from the other side. <laughs> 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 just want to be correct on that. Um, uh, but that's, uh, oops, sorry. Gonna I know. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna, I am was going to do. I have a, to
1: go to represent, but I, I
0: think, Sure, you can. No, yes, absolutely. You just use StreamYard. Yes, you can do it. I know you can. I was going to ask you, but I didn't want to put the pressure on you. Hey, we're reading from Smith Wigglesworth Devotional, um, and it is March 7th. The title of the devotional is The New Covenant. The reference is Luke 22 20. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. The scripture reading for today is 2 Corinthians 3 three through 18 and Smith says in this devotional the Israelites tried Moses tremendously did they not they they <laughs> harassed that man they were always in trouble but as he went up onto the mountain and God unfolded to him the 10 commandments the glory fell he rejoiced to bring those two tablets of stone down from the mountain and his very face shone with the glory He was bringing to Israel that which, if obeyed, would bring life. I think of my Lord coming from heaven. I think all all heaven was moved by the sight. The letter of the law was brought by Moses, and it was made glorious. But all its glory was dimmed before the exceeding glory that Jesus brought to us in the spirit of life. The glory of Sinai paled before the glory of Pentecost. The Lord was brought in a new covenant putting his law in our minds and writing it in our hearts. This new law of the spirit of life. As the Holy Spirit comes in, he fills us up with love and liberty, and we shout for joy. Henceforth, there is a new cry in our hearts. I delight to do your will, O my God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. In other words, he takes away the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, so that he may establish the ministry of righteousness, this life in the Spirit. You ask, does a man who is filled with the Spirit cease to keep the commandments? I simply repeat what the Spirit of God has told us here, that this ministry of death, written and engraved on stone, on stones, and, you, and in parentheses it says here, and you know that the Ten Commandments were written on stones, is passing away. However, the man who becomes a living epistle of Christ written by the spirit of the living God has ceased to be an adulterer or a murderer or a covetous man. The will of God is his delight. I love to do the will of God. There is no irksomeness to it. That's a new word. I'm going to have to lose. I'm going to use it today on the plane. Irksomeness uh, to it. It is no trial to pray, no trouble to read the word of God, it is not a hard thing to go to the place of worship. With the psalmist, I say, "I was glad when they said to, "Ooh, hold on. <laughs> I was glad. Sorry. I was glad when they said to me, "Let us go into the house of the Lord." How does this new life work out? It works out because God works in you, Hedia, both to will and to do for His good pleasure." That's from Philippians 2:13. There is a big difference between a pump and a spring. Oh, the law is a pump. The baptism in the Holy spirit is a spring like one out of a, a body of water out of a little spring. The old pump gets out of order. The parts wear out and the well runs dry. The letter kills, but the spring, the natural spring, I must say, cause we're going to talk about that later. The, the, the spring is ever bubbling up and there is a ceaseless flow direct from the throne of God. There is life. It is written of Christ. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. In this new life in the Spirit, in this new covenant life, you love the things that are right and pure and holy, and you shudder at all things that are wrong. Jesus was able to say, The ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. That's from John 14, 30. The moment we are filled with the Spirit of God, we are brought into a wonderful condition like this. The thought for today... As we continue to be filled with the Spirit, the enemy cannot have an inch of territory in us. That's where I got the title for our devotional today. Um, just really quick before we're, uh, you, I'm sure you have a lot to say because you yeah. love this. You were you were beaming with light when uh, we were reading this. But I think it's really also important to, to point out that when he talks about the pump and the spring, is, the, is a pump is made from man. That anything made from man wears out. Anything made from man will eventually fail. Anything made from man... <laughs> is not you cannot count on it to last but the spring then that's why i said natural spring it doesn't say that in the devotional but a natural spring made of god never runs out never runs out just continues unless man gets gets in the way with yes. a big old bulldozer or something like that yeah. but the spring he tries to put it in a jacuzzi <laughs> How many of these springs that you see that we could go to? Like, there's some nearby, like Glen Ivy, I think it's called, down in Lake Elsinore. This this natural spring that's been there. Indians from uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago had had, had written about that spring. It, it just ever it, it. There's no parts to wear out. So awesome. Oh my gosh, that just hit me when I read it that way. Sorry, Such I got all I got, got all excited. But it's I just an that. example of of the difference between man and God. Yes. But what comes to mind when you? Uh, when you read this devotional here?
1: Uh, the whole idea that the, the law is death, the spirit is life. Mm. But does that mean we sin and we ignore the law? No, we will to do the law for God's good pleasure because we want to draw near him. It is a great, uh, they're words to live by, but walking them out are um, much harder than I think we often anticipate. And so I told you I had a great conversation with my friend Glenn today and um, Glenn, the author, Glenn, the author. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him, I said, you know, I the Lord brought me to my knees. I'm down on the floor. Um, This latest challenge has really um, kicked me in a gear. And I said, but I love it because (laughs) I draw closer to him. I, I I renew my vows with my first love and he's like and he says that's exactly what happens he's like there's a glory that falls in the chastening and he's like the best times in my life are when i was in a cell it was in prison yeah when i was in a <laughs> cell he's like i've lived in a homeless shelter he's like but and then when the lord gave me abundance and then i abused parts of it he says that you know that quickening that that came mm. was so magnificent because With the, when he draws you close, he sends you power to draw closer. When Mm -hmm. you heed the call. So like he doesn't, he doesn't beat you and leave you on the floor. He like pats you in the back and then pulls your hand. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's just like, it's just like a child falling. When a child falling, you don't look at it and sit there and go like, well, too bad for you and keep walking. You're like, don't worry, you'll be okay. And you grab their hand and you pull them up. Mm. And so that, because I find that when life is really good, you get complacent, you get a little bit lazy. You're like, oh, God's grace, God's grace yeah. is so good. And you just kind of like live almost heedlessly. And then the Lord's like, hello, hello, I made you comfortable and I gave you all these great things to go do think great things for me. So this, this balance of, of appreciating that we live in the spirit versus the law still requires our dedication and our surrender to it
0: because there's no irksomeness to it no there's no trial in praying
1: there's no trial but it's easier to not do it
0: there's no Ah. trouble in reading god's word
1: right but why why don't we do it every second of every day you know because we're lazy human beings you get lazy, complacent, comfortable, and you're just like, oh, I am basking in the glory of God, and and before you know it, you're like, Wait, oh, where am I? <laughs> so,
0: and it is not a hard thing to go to the place of worship. No, no, they're all over the place. Right. We just discovered uh, Kelly and I noticed a new church or a church that we did not even know was close by, right next to Garblenda High School. Oh, and Kelly goes, where did that? Where that? Why can you guys don't go there? He said, "He said we should go there. We should go visit it and see what it's like." I said you might be right. Um, yes, it's so awesome that you had that call with Glenn today, and yeah. that, that <laughs> again, we, we could look, of course, at the news and look what's happening in Ukraine and see. Oh wow, my gosh! And they're they're still praying, uh, giving glory to God. Even the president has yeah. has mentioned. Yeah,
1: you know, you know, he has a cross. Yeah, and he's
0: mentioned God and said, you know, this God will God will remember this. The people that are doing the harm to his people. Yes. He says, God i may for, I, you know I, I may die, I, I, a lot of things may happen to me, but God will never forget right. what's happening right now. So you can see that, that even in the midst of what they're going through, you know, there's exactly. still time to pray, still time to, to be in God's word. Well, um, God's
1: glory falls when, when his sons and daughters are in trials.
0: I think it drives the devil crazy. And it drives people crazy that don't know God. When we can say stuff like, "Hey, I talked to my friend Glenn, who said one of the best times for me with my relationship with God was when I was when it was when I was in prison.
1: <laughs>
0: my my for me, my best, my most glorious time, and the, the closest I came to God was when I was in Kaiser Permanente, you know, not knowing whether I was going to wake up the next day. Right? Is is one of the? It's oh, it, it was. It's one of the most. I'll never forget my time in the hospital is most of the amazing glorious times in my life strangely enough but people like they go no no how can that be you know how is that possible
1: it's sad that we have to get to that place. (laughs) (laughs) it is sad, sad but but thank god Thank God he's
0: there in the midst of the storm. <laughs> How about any of you that are watching right now? Have you been brought to that place or have you been lucky enough to be a, a person who's had nothing but fantastic things happening, happened their entire life where you were never not brought to your needs. these to, uh, to make a choice, you know, to wallow in your pity and uh, blame God as I have done curse God as I have done. Um, but then come to realize later on that uh, it's not God. It's not God. <laughs> it's heck, not. heck, I almost said hell. Heck, God uh, sent his uh, His son to the to earth yes. in the form of man to be tortured, to be hung on a cross, to bleed for our sins. Um, I also but... love
1: this passage where he compares the glory of God. Actually, we'll read it in 2 Corinthians where he's like, you know, Moses's face had glory. Mm-hmm. And so the, so the Israelites couldn't look at him. But we have the spirit that gives us light that draws people to us rather than repels people. Mm-hmm. Like that's how strong the light is, is that it, it shines forth from inside of us that, that the Holy Spirit uses to draw people to him rather than scaring and repelling them.
0: Right. Luke. 2220.
1: And so likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this is the covenant in my blood, the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. And 2 Corinthians, this is where Apostle Paul is comparing the ministry of death being the law that was written on stones, as opposed to uh, the ministry of life given by Jesus Christ. Clearly you are an epistle, a letter of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. And we have such trust through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of this new covenant,
0: not of the letter,
1: but of the spirit, for the letter kills and the spirit gives life. But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away, how will the ministry of the spirit not be more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech, (laughs) unlike Moses who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, but their minds were blinded. For until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away only in Christ. And even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as, in, as if in a mirror, the glory of God are being transformed in the same image, that same image of that glory from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. Mm. That's our promise that we should be an exact reflection of him going from glory to glory to glory.
0: So easy to say, so easy to to read,
1: (laughs) to believe, to act on. There's, there's the challenge. Yes. Jeremiah 31, 33, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days to the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Um, And I wanted to mention this. I'm I'm doing a study on Ezekiel and it's compared a lot to the prophecies, the prophecies in Ezekiel compared to the prophecies in in Jeremiah. They were contemporaries of each other, but lived in hundreds of miles apart. And God was saying the same things to them because he was about to destroy Israel Hmm. and he was going to destroy the temple again. And he's telling him, I cannot trust intermediaries anymore. I gave the priests and the rabbis the power to intercede And they squandered it, they stole it, they were greedy, they were selfish, they left my sheep unattended, they were weak and hungry and homeless. And he says, so I no longer will entrust intermediaries. I'm bringing my son and he will rule with justice. I will put the law on their hearts and I no longer will have to depend on intermediaries. So it's clear that that um, is gone. We have no intermediaries between us and Christ. Psalms 48, I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is written within my heart. Hebrews 10, 9, then he said, behold, I've come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. And again, that's the difference in the covenant, the old covenant that required animal sacrifices and priests and giving alms. And now it's all. It's all contained in faith in Christ. Hmm.
0: Um, I, think I, I think I may have talked about this before, but what,
1: what's so interesting
0: is that when I went to the police academy, we were taught about understanding the difference between the letter of the law and the spirit of the law.
1: That law and when it comes to the
0: Bible, um, where it all started is that I wish I would have had that knowledge as a police officer, because I, I know what it means. But it's just knowing that so many of these things come from the Bible and right. the understanding. And when, when it comes to, and in law enforcement, and I'm not sure if it's, it's I'm sure it's the same thing with, as an attorney, <clears throat> but you could be out there and you can either be witness to a crime or called to a crime where there's witnesses that says, this, this has happened. And the letter of the law is if it's a burglary, if it's a, a theft, if whatever, means that if something was stolen by this person... Mm-hmm. Against the will of another person, they go to jail, right? right? And said so that's the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law is that you find out that it's a you know a kid that was really hungry and cold, and and didn't know what else to do when he was trying to get some apples from the grocery store to feed his to family. Yes, and, and misdemeanors and infractions, not a felony. But I mean, you could also so say the spirit of the law is the person, uh, say the owner of the store said this, you know, this boy, this fifteen-year-old boy, stole you know, 10 apples, and I want him arrested. As a law enforcement officer, you could um, accept the arrest and then release him and simply write a report and then submit it to the city attorney. And that would be also acting in the spirit of law as opposed to hooking him up and throwing him on the ground and throwing him in the back of the police car and booking him into juvenile hall, which would be like following that, right? the letter of the law. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing because it's not that we are giving any, by any means, people will say, well, you, what are you, God? And you can just say, no. Um, but we should be able to have that, you know, and use it appropriately. Not when you clearly see somebody push somebody into the train tracks, right? <laughs> and you go, well, he's probably just having a bad day, you know? <laughs> <All right. laughs> we're just saying, no, no, that's not what the, 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 um, the, the law is, was meant when we were taught it in the academy. It was understanding what is it, um, you know, how is this going to impact the community? What's the what's the greater impact of the community? What's better
1: for the community? And it's the same with our walk with Christ, as the Apostle Paul says: Do we let sin abound because grace abounds? Heavens no. Mm. So just because we are not beholden to the law like the Israelites does not mean we disobey the law or that we disregard the law. In fact the opposite we follow the law out of love for christ not out of obligation i mean it's not it's not abject fear it's reverence it's not the fear of punishment that we won't be saved but it's more the reverence of god and his law because he came to fulfill the law not to break it right but there's always that tension between knowing there's grace knowing every sin we commit is forbidden I mean, is forgiven, but do we allow sin to abound in our lives because there's grace? No. It's, that's what Smith's saying mm-hmm. in this too. You know, when he goes through this thing in the end, well, um, do you mean a man filled with se- uh spirit ceases to keep the commandments? He's like, no, the man with the spirit is a living epistle of Christ. And he ceases to be an adulterer and a murderer because the will of God is his delight. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's a different way in which we look at the law. I love to do the will of God.
0: So if we apply this to one of the more controversial aspects of a believer, which is that there's a man and a woman mm-hmm. and man is to marry woman, woman is to marry man. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the other stuff, LGBTQ stuff. Mm-hmm. So the leather, letter, letter of the law, the, leather, the the leather of the law, the letter of the law is that it's a, it's man and, man and woman. That's it. There's no. And so if we were to apply the letter of the law, you get the extremists that say, you know, anybody who's gay is to be put to death or rocked or, you know, stoned, not rocked, stoned, <laughs> stoned to death. That would be in Old Testament terms, I think in some ways, it would be the letter of the law. Where if we were to do it in the spirit of the law, it means that, okay, yes, you are sinning, but you're welcome to come to our church so we can pray for you and, um, uh, be, well, and, and begin I to hit, listen.
1: Not to say mm-hmm. there are scriptures, the adulterer, the sodomite, the fornicator will not inherit the kingdom.
0: Right. So there are
1: some people in the, so there's some people in the church who say, if you commit the abominations, the sins that are specifically mentioned in the Bible, you could not inherit the kingdom. So does that mean you, you had salvation and you lost it? Mm-hmm. Or do people who commit those acts actually not ever have the Holy Spirit? They weren't guaranteed salvation in the first place. Oh, wow. Yes. That's a much bigger question. Yes. And so we go through this with Pastor Jack all the time. He does not believe you could lose salvation. You could become a backslidden Christian, mm. but you don't lose salvation. The people he, he describes that he says uh, have given over themselves to a debased mind, whether, whether it's through um, voluntarily staying their whole lives in a same-sex relationship or being adulterers or being drunkards um, never may have never received the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't have salvation guaranteed anyways.
0: Cause we're not but born with salvation.
1: We're not born with salvation. We so receive
0: gonna- it. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior.
1: Right. Okay. So you accept it. You believe it. You receive the Holy spirit. So then if you then engage in sin, you become a backslidden Christian, mm-hmm. but for, um, more conservative viewpoints is that you receive it. You have the Holy spirit. If you become so backslidden that God curses you, you may not enter the kingdom of heaven. But that's God, God. not us. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So back to the letter and the spirit, we, we have to continue to work with people and, and love people. Uh, that are, just like, I mean, is like I love you when, when you're a sinner and you love me and I'm a sinner, right? It's, it's all the same.
1: Well, but they say, but the mm-hmm. more conservative view is like if you consciously continue to sin, not like get angry or, but if you constantly engage and continuously engage mm-hmm. in sin, and we went through this in, in the beginning of Romans, I think it's Romans 3, where it's like you so give yourself over to sin that you have a debased mind or you start to advocate for sin, and you start to condone sin. You're yeah. not um, you're not speaking against the sin. Were you never a believer to begin with, or right. have you lost it. your promise of salvation? Wow, okay. too great a mystery of God for me to come out <laughs> one side or the other. <laughs> I'm just presenting
0: uh the both sides. Yes, that's awesome. What a good discussion. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that yeah, was awesome. Anything else on the devotional or the um, scripture readings that we we have for today? Uh, I don't know. I... I just had the one thing that earlier on, I'm going to admit that when I heard um, 2 Corinthians uh, 3.7, if I'm correct, where it says, but if the ministry of death, and now, again, I'm a very simple-minded man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just put ministry of death. Oh, are they talking about the death of Jesus Christ to be raised again as the ministry of death? Like he had to die on the cross, but yet he he rose again. Right. But it's not. No. That's not the ministry of death. No. <laughs> and I hope I'm not the only one. Do you think I'm the only one on the planet who no. first thought that? No. But it's not. It's the ministry of death in regard to the Old Testament. Yes,
1: yeah. Following only the law and not receiving the Spirit.
0: Yeah. And it becomes very clear when you read other stuff, which is, <laughs> I mean, other things around it, to read the whole thing and take it all in. Cause sometimes that's what's one of the dangers with me is that sometimes we get these little bits of scripture and, and I love what you do all the time. You go, yeah, let's look at the whole context of this, this, um, this particular part of the scripture. What does it really mean? Cause you could take it like I did. If you just take that, it sounds like it might mean something else. But in fact, when you read the whole thing, it, clarifies everything Yes, completely different
1: than what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why God's word is so powerful. That's how people are able to take it out of context Mm -hmm. and use it for deceptive purposes, false teaching. They give doctrine of demons to itching ears. So it's like people's ears (laughs) itch because they want to hear something good. They want to hear something that makes them happy. Um, And it ends up a doctrine of demons.
0: Right. They can create a whole new religion around stuff like this. They do. God is love. He forgives everyone.
1: Same-sex relationships. Um, It's never specifically um, uh, forbidden in the Bible. Not true. Uh, And all kinds of things that they come up with in order to come up with a doctrine of demons.
0: Would it be safe to say that Mormonism is the bastardization of biblical issues? Because they take little parts of it and use it. And then add a whole bunch of shenanigans: a Absolutely. salamander, a talking salamander.
1: Absolutely! <clears throat> Didn't he come from outer space too? He
0: might have. Yeah, every, he everybody gets it. every fam, every father. I guess it is of the of the home gets his own planet. Yeah,
1: the outer space thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's kind of interesting though. Now <laughs> you know why people are like, wow! Wait a minute, I get a planet. Yeah. How cool right? is that? Like, what kind of planet? You don't want to be on one of the hot ones. Uh, <laughs> or one of the ones with a very strong um uh pull what they call uh, gravity pull. yeah gravity thank you <laughs> i didn't go to usc or you silly <laughs> uh gravitational pull to where you're like oh you can't even move your feet like yeah. that would be a horrible like way I to live the rest of your life yeah. <laughs> you can't get around such an interesting thing though that you and, get a planet yeah you get a planet
1: yeah. yeah. You could offer me all kinds of weird so stuff. So much work
0: and, and shenanigans faith. to the Mormon uh,
1: yeah. faith.
0: And I'm sorry, because I know I have family that are Mormons and, and people that watch probably that are Mormons, but wow. It's so much. Give me Jesus. So much stuff. So much stuff.
1: I mean, I came from a complicated religion and, you know, <laughs> like rule upon rule upon rule upon rule. And I, I it's, yeah. There is, uh, there is freedom in faith in Christ because it is we were listening to franklin graham last night and he was reading um the full hand of the gospel which is how we're supposed to preach and he always and he did such a good job of speaking to such a large audience of half of them were probably non-believers mm. you know it's just that you sin and you cannot and god requires the price of sin and you will never be able to pay it so jesus came out offered you the free gift of salvation turn from your wicked ways, accept the salvation and you'll have eternal life. That was such a simple message for me. I was like, what? (laughs) I don't have to keep this ritual washing and wrap myself like a mummy and pray five times a day and starve myself for 18 hours a day, one month, a year. All I got to do is believe in Jesus Christ and he saved me. Sold. Sold. (laughs) I'll take it, put it in a bow, wrap it up and give it to me.
0: Yeah." Yeah, you don't have to wear magic underwear?
1: No. <laughs> what's their faith in magic underwear?
0: Yeah, they have to wear underwear underneath their clothes. It's like full-length underwear. The Mormons? It. The Mormons, yeah. Mm-hmm. you never heard of magic underwear?
1: No.
0: Yeah, they wear magic underwear. No. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, it, it talk about rule upon rule. Even the, the the faith of Judaism what's written in the Talmud, mm-hmm. which is um, to... Correspond to the Torah, but it's way more extensive. I mean, the rules are, I mean, just read the Old Testament. The rule, abiding by those rules is impossible. Yeah. It's just impossible.
0: Well, I guess God, you know, He goes, These people are crazy. You're going to try to control these maniacs
1: (laughs) and just, and made the uh, free gift of salvation that much sweeter. Yeah. So you will never get this right. You will never get this right. So, here he, I'm just coming to a solution, and people say, and then it's like Franklin said last night. He's like, but people say, no, that's so mean. God is love. Why would He do that? That's why He did it. <laughs> he says, you do nothing. It's because He loves you. You do nothing. I loved you. I gave you this free gift, but we have to take it. Yes. He says, and he said, no. Why would we have to take it? I mean, everybody <laughs> wants their free. Will. Everybody wants their free will. So if God made us take it, that's not free will, right? So then, yeah, now you're mad. God didn't give you free will.
0: It's just like make you up your mind. Books. It's like I, I explain to the kids sometimes. Um, you know, whatever it is, if we're cooking dinner and ask them to to clean up the dishes or whatever, and there's like, oh, like this thing, and you know, and uh, you know, I'll be uh, these are you know moments of driving to school or driving them somewhere give me that opportunity to say you know, hey, look, do you see do you see what's happening right now? <laughs> you're, you're, we're taking the money that I've worked. I mean, right. part of mine is my retirement. I worked 21 years of being shot at as a police officer <laughs> fighting bad guys. And I ended up in the hospital like three times fighting bad guys yeah. and this money that we're using to go buy you cleats right now <laughs> and Come the on. driving and the, the hundred dollars worth of gas that doesn't even completely fill up my tank. And, and, and the, and that you just simply say, I need cleats and we're off and we're going to get cleats or we, I want yeah. uh, French fries. You know, right. but we're go get French fries, no, and, and and then you say, "Do you not understand that when you go, oh, that you're going oh, to all the hard work, the 21 years of law enforcement and effort, you're saying oh, to that?" So you got to have no, just and respect with, and think. When with you're- the
1: latest saga, it's actually been an ongoing <laughs> saga in our house, is that our kids now really enjoy, or they've always enjoyed home cooked meals. They all like to sit around the table, hmm. and. Andy's a great cook, and so it's really a treat. And yet they can't pick up not only their own plates yeah. to throw in the trash, yes. but when we tell them to pick a tray, everyone's like, oh,
0: "Yeah."
1: I'm like, we well, slave <laughs> and cook and clean it, and we have you to just clear a table. I was like, I want to punch you. <laughs> like, what? Why is that? Why is that such a large contribution? No, um... anyone who's got kids in the house. Wow. What kind of parents are you guys? Like, you can't get your kids to clear a table? No, five yeah. of them.
0: No. Every but they day do. Day. I mean they do, but they do, but they, there's always the the little face like this and the like like torture. Like they're drawing they're then they dragging throw the
1: it. Chain. On the table. Like they don't actually <laughs> get it into the trash can or into the fridge, or they'll put two of them in there and leave one can out. And you're just like, I keep doing that just to make me angry
0: the only one a rat comes out I mean he runs away really fast thinking he's gonna get away but I go rat back out okay and he runs back down and yes. I go dude and ins- why do you just do it instead of running away yes. but at least he doesn't give us the old attitude sorry we're venting <laughs> but it's but it's like but it's really back to the story of the Jews it's really back to the Old Testament mena? is that here
1: <laughs> <wanna mena> again. <laughs> right. sure it's such
0: a done. perfect analogy because yes. you're given everything. everything I mean if you didn't like see a, like
1: a bird yeah.
0: I'm putting it in their mouths. yeah sorry i think but seeing the the house that we live in the, the city that is one of the top three safest cities in california um and yet yet and yet there's grumbling it's just like a jew i mean the jew <laughs> the jew sorry that's not a racist thing but the life. jews like the yeah, thank you
1: you know what all. i meant
0: you know what i mean now nobody start writing me letters he's a racist he's a anti-Semitic. No, I'm just saying, look at the Bible. Yes. They're they're given everything. They're given so much. And um and yet I mean it saw miracles. You 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 watch this guy go, you know, to the Red Sea. And it and then they go through and then it falls on all their enemy. Yes. Like and what
1: they, they were fed with a bird that fell from the sky. Like literally one bird little for bird. everybody. They yeah. each got one. And they ate it for weeks and weeks and they're like oh I'm so sick of this man. <laughs> What happened? All the lentils and spices, garlic and onions that we had in Egypt. Oh, oh man, those
0: kebabs were so good. Those are our kids. It's so
1: bad. like <laughs> you and my daughter literally had come to the table. And it really broke my heart because she said to her friends, she said, I gotta go eat dinner. And they're like, What do you mean you gotta go eat dinner? And he says, I gotta go down to the table. And he's like, You mean you sit at a table and eat <laughs> And she's like, Yes. And it's like with other family members.
0: <laughs> I felt bad for them.
1: Right? And yes. Yes. But he's like, wow, you actually sit at a table with other family members present. Yes. Like, how sad is that? And I looked at her and I was like, you realize this is?"
0: And they say, anybody have a story? Yes. And we know what's going to happen. Ray's going to tell a story.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, was off this whole time.
0: Oh, darn. Well, thanks for fixing it now you can hear me hey my name's Andy
1: no yours was on it was mine that was off oh well so don't worry that's okay <laughs> right. I know you would say that as you long know, as yours was working you're not kidding. hi Jan sorry <sighs> yes, yeah. we were it a while. we were ranting. We were on a, a a roll there
0: but it is I mean it's just to the to the to the you know the evil spirit of of human beings
1: <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> exactly
0: but we can do the same thing maybe we can do the same thing sometimes at a restaurant you know if it doesn't come fast enough like
1: oh it's cold yeah (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't going to be there
0: i was just saying it doesn't come fast enough like who are these people
1: they put cheese when you said no cheese
0: but we've been much better both of us have been much better understanding that uh, there's um, a a problem with hiring enough people to work. Oh yeah. It's it's very difficult. So we've been a lot more patient than maybe we normally would have been. Yes. Just knowing that they're they're struggling as it is. They're having to go to like Ralph's to go get butter because they run out of butter. They can't get it shipped to their offices. So yeah. The restaurants. So anyway, yeah, we got to be a little bit more easy going. Yes. Not a, with our not kids, kid, though. No, the kids, I'm mean, going to continue to punch them in the face.
1: <laughs> that was a joke.
0: See, yeah, I don't punch them in the face.
1: Proverbial punch in the face.
0: <laughs> I do punch them in the shoulder, though. Uh-huh. Oh. All right. Anything else, my love?
1: I think that's it.
0: I think that's it? But we do, oh, have
1: we, we do have an announcement, though. Yes, what's that? We'd be so grateful if you would go to the Edify app, subscribe to our podcast. It would truly bless us. And here's how you do so.
0: That's a very good question. We don't know this. All right, subscribe. Uh, That would be amazing. We would really uh, appreciate any subscriptions. Also, if you're watching this on Facebook. And it's free. It's free. It's free. Uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or Rumble. Share it out to your friends so people can hear God's word um, through our devotional. That would be amazing. All right, my friends. We love you guys.
1: God 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 bless. Have a great day.
0: Take care.